Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share with you that I have officially opened up the sign-up page for a free workshop that I am hosting on August 25th called Manifest Money for Good. It's a three-day live workshop designed for lightworkers like you who are ready to stop resisting the prosperity that they deserve so that you can attract more money and unapologetically change the world. I'm giving away some incredible prizes this time in true Manifestation Babe fashion, so you're definitely not going to want to miss this one. If manifesting more money for good is on your goals list for 2020, then guess what? The universe has officially answered your prayers. You can sign up right now at manifestationbabe.com slash money for good. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash money for good. I am so excited to see you in the workshop. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to the Manifestation Babe podcast. I hope you guys are doing amazing today. Um, I don't know if quarantine is getting to anyone else's head, but I am so ready at this point to just pack up all my stuff and like head somewhere. I don't know where, but like the day that they open up the borders and the day that they allow people to fly and it's safe and we can fly for leisure and adventure and pleasure and fun. I am getting the hell out of here. And even if I just go to Las Vegas, I don't care. And yes, my Frenchie is coming with me. I actually don't even know if I even announced that on the podcast, but um, just because I don't even know what day it is. I don't know where I am. I don't know what's going on. If I didn't, you know, as an introvert myself, I thought that quarantine was like introverts paradise, but at some point, even introverts go stir crazy and go absolutely insane and want to go out and talk to people. So I did get a dog about two weeks ago. Brennan and I brought in a very, very cute six-month-old Frenchie into our lives, and she has been such a joy and also a lot of work. Oh my God. I She's not the first puppy that I've ever raised. In fact, we're very lucky that she's already an older puppy and she doesn't really chew. She doesn't, she's already potty trained. Yes, we've had lots of accidents because we live on the ninth floor and sometimes it's a pain in the ass to go up and down the elevator. And we didn't realize just how often she really needs to use the restroom because she has such a tiny bladder. So it's been a learning curve. And I've raised puppies before in the past, but oh my God, I've never had like my own puppy where it's 24 seven 
my responsibility and Brennan's responsibility. So we've been staying busy, but at the same time, we kind of want to go out. We kind of want to travel. We want to go to the beach. We want to go to more than just our neighborhood park, right? So I don't know if you guys are on the same page as me, but that's that's pretty much where I'm at. So today's episode is a very different episode from anything I've ever recorded. Now, today we're going to be bringing up the topic of conspiracy theories and the phrase woo-woo and really my thoughts on what's happening behind the scenes and kind of the lessons that I've been learning and kind of the lessons that I want to inspire you guys to go out there and learn yourselves. And I just think that this is going to be a really great episode. You see, the COVID-19 pandemic has created a breeding ground for conspiracy theories lately, and more people than I ever expected have been posting and sharing things that truth seekers have been saying for years. I don't know if you've noticed the same thing, but some of my really good friends who have large audiences, they're just in this place where they're saying, fuck it, I don't care anymore. I can't handle this. I will be sharing my truest beliefs about what's going on in the world. I'm going to be my most authentic self. And I think this is really awesome because this concept of quarantine, like being stuck in a house and having, or an apartment or wherever you are, having all this time to really think about yourself and how you're showing up in the world and social media platforms and your business and your mission and your career and who you want to be and how you want to approach things and what do you believe? What do you not believe? How you want to think? How you don't want to think? And I think it's really, really awesome that people are questioning this about them, whether or not it's um, right or wrong. Like Just the fact that they are doing this, I think, is going to really propel us forward. And how I see us being propelled forward is really really us raising our own vibration and inspiring others to raise their vibration too. And there's a, you know, there's an empowering way to do this and there's also a disempowering way to do this. Like just pure fear-mongering I don't think is going to create anything positive, but also sharing your truth, you know, from your own perspective, from your own research and inspiring other people to do their own research and not coming from a place of preaching, but really coming from a place of like Hey, have you questioned this? Like, hey, have you looked into this? I think can be really empowering for people, especially people who have been um, spending their entire lifetime just taking things at face value, right? Not just the conspiracy theories, not just about what's going on in the world now, but also taking things at face value in terms of how you've grown up and how you've been raised and the beliefs that you have about yourself and the thoughts that you have about yourself. Like really questioning every single aspect of yourself and every single aspect of your personality and what you believe and who you are and how you behave, I think is just, that's where all the growth comes from, right? So the COVID-19 pandemic has been called the great awakening recently. And I don't know if you've noticed, but I've used that word too. I've decided to jump on board because I really do think that we're not just waking up individually, but we're also waking up as a society as a whole, possibly for the very first time. Right Back in 2012, a lot of people thought that it was the end of the world because the Mayan calendar predicted that this is going to be the end of the world. This is the end of a cycle. However, what most people didn't realize is that the end of a cycle was not the end of the world. It was just the end of being asleep. And more and more people have really been waking up since 2012. And I think that now by 2020, it's just been accelerating. And I think that this pandemic of just like the 
the nature of what's happening, I think is really accelerating this great awakening for people to just seek out the truth, whatever the truth is. And I'm a big believer that truth is a subjective illusion and how there's going to be evidence of every single side, every single theory or every single truth that you present, there's going to be evidence against it and there's going to be evidence for it. And that's just the nature of reality because it's all an illusion and it's all being processed through our filters. And our filters come from the part of our brain between our conscious mind and subconscious mind called the critical factor where everything that we believe and that we hear and that we tune into is based on our beliefs and past experiences and past memories and how we've been conditioned, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we've been spending so much time at home now, we can't help but think, what is really going on here? And I talked about this with my MBA students, and I realized that there's a lot that I tell my students that I don't share on the podcast. And it's because when I'm with my students, it's like, it feels so personal. And whenever, even if I'm doing a Q&A with like 500 of them at the same time, it feels so personal. I really go deep and I share some of my most vulnerable stories and things that I just, it's like so different. Like I just, it's a different connection for me for some reason versus sitting here in my office or my bedroom actually, because my (laughs) neighbors on both sides decided to be noisy in the last like month. So I've been figuring out where the hell am I going to record my podcast? And Brennan and I have no plans of staying in this apartment for very long, um, or we're going to remodel it or something. Something's got to change to where I actually have a real life studio where there's no disruption because I believe I deserve that. (laughs) I believe this podcast deserves it. I don't even know why I got on that topic. But anyway, we can't help but think what's really going on here. Oh yeah, my students. So I was sharing with my students some things and I gave them some resources and I said, hey guys, like you have to find out the truth for yourself, okay? And something I shared with them, which is so interesting and fascinating is, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is just a fun fact. Um, The term conspiracy theory was actually invented by the CIA, after the Kennedy assassination to pretty much discourage people from looking into what really may have happened and the real reason why Kennedy died and essentially reason that the media is not reporting on. And they created or invented this term conspiracy theory to kind of slap onto anybody who is questioning the narrative that is being presented to them. And essentially the term conspiracy theory, if you think about it, it automatically just diminishes and downplays and discourages you from looking into the theory, whatever that theory might be. And I don't know about you, but when I hear someone being labeled as conspiracy theory, I think that um, something like a meaning that society has attached around that is oh, this is a crazy person. This is someone who has lost their mind, right? And so anybody who's going against what's being reported by mainstream media is automatically being shunned by society. And so therefore, we are essentially creating a society that doesn't question anything that's going on, that just basically takes things at face value, doesn't question authority, and just believes that whatever is being presented is the truth, which I think is super interesting. I was also having a thought a few months ago, um, and I wanted to create a podcast around it, but for some reason it felt so incomplete. Like it would have just been a five-minute episode. Like, hey guys, do you think this this is interesting or is it just me? And for some reason I never recorded it, and I realized now recording this that there's a reason behind it because it was supposed to come into this episode. So a few months ago I was thinking about the term woo-woo. 
you know how we use this in the spiritual community where we're like, oh, this is the woo-woo things that I do, or oh, that's a woo-woo, or hey, I know this sounds woo-woo, but... And I was thinking about how it relates so much to being called a conspiracy theorist in the sense that when, you know, I haven't done much research on like where specifically woo-woo comes from. Like I've tried and nothing really came up that was interesting. So I was like, okay, maybe this is not an episode because it's kind of incomplete, but I'm just going to slap it on into this episode and just be like, isn't it interesting that... um you know, to prevent us almost, at least this is just my theory, from diving deeper into the spiritual, metaphysical world and alternative healing modalities and really diving into law of attraction and really diving into manifestation and to this belief that we really do create our own realities, we basically go, oh, that's just woo-woo. That's not based in science. There's no evidence around that. That's just woo-woo. It really prevents us from exploring it. And it also, from my perspective, diminishes light workers and healers who use these quote unquote woo-woo healing modalities. And I think that, and this is just coming to me right now, that I think that a lot of our fear around pricing ourselves at the the prices that we totally deserve to get paid as healers comes from this because we are convinced or society is convinced that what we're doing is just woo-woo and it's not real. And if something's not real, it doesn't have a value attached to it. And if it doesn't have a value attached to it, then we don't deserve to get paid for it, right? And so that's what keeps a lot of healers broke is this fear around them really working with energies and things that they can't see. And just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not there, right? Because anyone who has manifested something into their life, aka cough, cough, everything in your life has been manifested, but that's beside the point. Anything that you've ever intentionally manifested, or if you've ever experienced Reiki, or if you've ever experienced pranic healing, or if you've ever experienced breath work, or anything that is not so typical to the typical healing modalities of like talk therapy and medication and stuff like that, which there's nothing wrong with those things. They're just different modalities of healing, right? Just depending on how you look at it. And so the way I look at it is I, well, first of all, my life is proof that it's real, right? But it's up to us also to prove that it's real. And the way I think about it is, hmm, we are so reliant and connected to oxygen. We don't see oxygen though, yet we trust that it's there. And when people tell us that you're breathing in oxygen and what you're breathing out is carbon dioxide, we just take it for face value. We're like, okay, cool, right? But we ourselves don't actually see it happening, yet we put so much trust into something that's not there. And um, I have related the energy of money and the energy of manifestation to breathing very often in like previous podcasts in the past. And this is how I like to continue to think about it because it's so true. We breathe constantly and consistently. And we take in air and we always trust that when we release, there's going to be more air and we don't see it yet. We trust that it's there. And so um, anyway, and so some slash most conspiracy theories are maybe perhaps not just conspiracy theories. And the way I look at it is um, these terms are creative ways that we've been conditioned to suppress the truth. Now, here's where we get into it. Why suppress the truth? You see, when people are in fear, believing a narrative that they have no control over, they are much easier to control, plain and simple. 
Now, why are they being controlled? That's for, and I'll share a little bit more, that's your research to be done. Okay. I will share with you guys some resources that you can look into. I'm not going to leave you hanging. Um, but really this podcast episode is about why I've been preaching all the live long day to stay in faith. Why did I create the faith challenge? Why do I keep talking about transmuting your, your fear into faith and transmuting your fear into love? Why do I keep preaching being the light and shining your light and doing your own research and questioning everything? I, and sorry guys, if you hear sirens in the background right now, I'm just going to keep talking over them. Um, what's his name? Paul Fishman. He, uh, when we did an episode together, he says that sirens are a sign of truth or sirens are a sign of paying attention, close attention to something. So we're just going to take that as a sign. So doing your own research and questioning everything, I made a pod, um, sorry, a Instagram post the other day of me essentially topless with holding two post-it notes in front of my boobs. And it was a one-year anniversary, which I'm going to create a whole podcast to this because I know so many of you are curious to hear a little bit more detail into my progress in the last year of removing my breast implants. And I shared how, first of all, the the post-it notes say thank you on one side and intuition on the other side and how so grateful to my intuition and how it led me to do my own research and how it led me to question authority and how it led me to question whether or not breast implants were actually safe. And it led me to take a risk because no doctor was agreeing with me at the time and saying, yes, it is your breast implants that's creating these um, symptoms, right? Or is... Uh, manifesting these symptoms. And so I took a risk. I went through the surgery and I today feel 100,000% better than I did last year before the surgery. And I attribute this to my intuition and my desire and drive to question things and be a truth seeker. So what is my stand on conspiracy theories? I personally believe many of them. Okay. But before you gasp and go, oh my God, Catherine Zinkina has lost her mind, which I'm sure some of you have probably thought that in the past. Maybe some of you have clicked on my podcast episodes, listened to an episode, went, oh my God, this chick has lost her mind. What is she talking about? Uh, Stop listening, lived a life, discovered some things, things came up and you came back to the podcast episode, a future one, and you were like, oh my God, she knows what she's talking about. This is real. Manifestation is real. Law of attraction is real. I'm sure some of you might be thinking that right now, but I also, for some reason, am tuning into a lot of you who perhaps are totally on board with this and do believe many of them and are looking for perhaps... um, different perspectives or different validations to just make you feel a little less crazy, right? And I want you guys to understand that I have been doing my research for years and most of my work in the last year has been derived from the deep desire to raise the vibration of this planet because holy hell, this planet needs it. And something fascinating that came about about a month after my ayahuasca episodes, um, after my ayahuasca ceremonies. Um, If you guys haven't listened to those episodes, they're probably some of my top episodes of just basically what happened after I drank ayahuasca at a retreat center in Costa Rica. And um, I shared a lot of details of what I saw and stuff like that. And what I didn't connect, which made no sense to me during ceremony, which I connected after covid started. After this whole pandemic basically started escalating and escalating very quickly, I started to have flashbacks of my ceremonies. And I literally went, 
holy shit, that's what that meant. Ayahuasca was showing me this. She was literally showing me this. And there was some, you know, I can only go into so much detail in those episodes. So of course, like when you're sharing a an ayahuasca ceremony or plant medicine ceremony, it is so experienced in an alternate reality in a different universe that it's so hard to put words to what you're seeing and what you're experiencing. But I do remember mentioning how um, I said that I kept hearing from Mother Iowa, uh, Iowa, <laughs> Mother Iowa, Mother Aya, that America was built on broken bones. And I was telling you guys how I kept seeing a bunch of children crying and children behind some of the politicians like Trump, for instance. And now that I've done a ton of research and looked into a ton of stuff, I was like, oh my God, this is what that was. Okay. My neighbor is doing crazy, crazy stuff. Okay. There we go. Um, she was showing me a lot of a lot of this stuff. And I was like, oh my God, this is so crazy. So anyway, when I've been saying in the last couple months, light workers, this pandemic is our time. This is what I've been referring to. We must, must, must shine a light on the darkness and all of our inner work that we've been doing has led us up to this. Okay. My journey as a truth seeker really started in sophomore year of college when my boyfriend's best friend at the time showed me some videos on some of the stuff that's surfacing right now. And I remember being so fascinated by it, but also at the same time, I couldn't sleep for like a month. And that was the last time I ever dug into the world until essentially last year. And the gap between around 2012, which makes sense, up until 2019, when I started diving into this, I kind of went into the stage of like denial of being like, that can't be right. That's not true. That was all made up until a friend recommended and a very good friend of mine recommended a book to me. And the book opened me back up to the rabbit hole. And so in I went, because that's what I do. I go into rabbit holes of various kinds. <laughs> a lot of them, you know, are metaphysical ones, spiritual ones, psychology ones. Um, and and lately in 2019, it started with this rabbit hole of like, what are some of the theories around what's going on in the world? And what do I believe to be true? Because again, it's not taking things at face value. Um, you know, very often the first time people hear about the law of attraction, um, I'm actually not offended by skeptics. I'm not offended by people who go, that's not true. That doesn't work because I know that until they prove it to themselves or until they discern for themselves, it's not going to be the truth anyway. It's just, it has no relevance to them. Right. So anyway, in I went to the rabbit hole and again, it was so dark. It's a very dark rabbit hole guys. And once again, I, I found myself unable to sleep. It started in Costa Rica. The last time I went to Costa Rica before arrhythmia, I was reading this book every day on the beach. And every day I was like, this is going to give me nightmares, but I couldn't put it down. It was like something in my soul told me that I have to keep reading and I have to know this. Um, and I have to essentially learn how to discern for myself. And this is part of my own healing. And this is going to be part of my mission. At some point, this is going to be part of my mission to raise the vibration of the planet because the planet freaking needs it. And so I was like, okay, okay, soul, okay, universe, okay, intuition, but like literally I can't sleep. And fast forward a few months, um, especially around the time that I went to the Maldives and Japan and Singapore, I brought a couple books with me and I kept coming across the same information. 
over and over and over again. It was everywhere in my life from people who had zero connections to one another. I would be hearing this information coming from a shaman, and then I'd be hearing this information coming from a trusted friend, and then a book, and then a channeled book. I would pick up a channeled book thinking, oh, I love channeled books. This is going to be like lighthearted and fun and all about manifesting, similar to Abraham Hicks, but not. And then it was mentioned again. And then I would go on Instagram and I'd find accounts talking about this. And then amongst my closest friends, we would start talking about this. And the more I came across it, the more I went, hmm. And the more I was able to handle it. And then, you know, the fact that nothing is as it seems, and perhaps maybe there's a lot more going on than we are being led to believe. And with this COVID-19 pandemic, the rabbit holes have pretty much opened up even wider. And it seems like at least everybody I know on social, I don't know how it is from your perspective, have gone in. And I just look at this as such a fascinating time to be alive. Um, I made a post on social media. Essentially, I've been I've been kind of breadcrumbing this. Like I've been asking, have you guys watched Out of Shadows? And 25% of you said yes. And 75% of you were like, um, I'm so confused. What are you talking about? Which was just interesting. But I did make a post on social media essentially sharing that it doesn't matter what you believe and whatever you believe, this should not drive us apart. Okay. Because what I've noticed is that this is making people angry. People who are talking about some of these theories are angering people who are um, either in denial or just choose not to believe it, right? Or maybe that's just their truth that they don't believe it. Doesn't matter. And then I see people who don't believe it getting pissed (laughs) at the people who do. And it's essentially just separating us. Those who believe the theories are calling those who don't blind and those who don't calling those who do ignorant and crazy. And I was sharing how that's not the point. Because division and separation, guys, is not what's going to help us ascend from a 3D planet, which 3D is essentially where duality and polarity exists, like light and dark, evil, good, whatever, whatever, like opposites, to a 5D planet where only unconditional love exists. And guys, as far as you can tell, I'm we're still far from 5D, but we are ascending. And many have claimed that we are entering into a 4D dimension, which 4D means that we're starting to question the 3D. We're starting to open up our minds. We're starting to ascend, which is awesome. But the way I see it is that separation is part of the quote-unquote agenda behind those who are in control of our world. The very few which um, in this realm we call the elite. And the separation is exactly what fuels that control. And when we are against one another, when we are in fear, when we are in anger, when we are in low vibration, we keep fueling a low vibration reality. We keep feeding a low vibration reality. So of course we're having a hard time ascending. And I was talking about how we must unite and we must accept one another. And I was just sharing from my perspective how I don't care what you believe and don't believe, that I still love you. I still see you as a soul having a human experience and I still accept you. And I hope that you could have the same for me and we could have the same for our families and we could have the same for our friends and we could have the same for strangers on social media because we're not seeing very many strangers in public right now. We're seeing a lot on social media. So that's just like my hope. And I see that as part of our ascent is that we're able to hold each other in unconditional love, which is a process. 
right? We're still human beings. We're still here to learn how to navigate the 3D universe, the 3D reality, the 3D dimension. I don't think that our sole goal on this planet is to ascend. And if we don't ascend, we failed our mission. I think that a lot of it has to do with navigating duality and polarity, which does not exist beyond the 3D right? And so this is part of our lesson. This is part of our school. And I think that the lesson that we're learning is to have unconditional love and light in the face of hatred, anger, and darkness. Now, I do have an important note that I want to share with you is that I didn't create this podcast episode to tell you what to believe. And quite honestly, I'm also not going to share with you exactly what I believe to influence you. And this is because I want to empower you. This is because I created this episode to really inspire you to go down your own rabbit holes and to do your own research. I have been working on, at least in my perspective, really working on empowering you to use your intuition, to listen to your intuition. And this podcast episode is to just inspire you to start questioning everything. Because again, reality is just a construct. And if you look beyond the construct, you will find truth, whatever that truth is for you. I want to empower you to listen to yourself. And if something doesn't feel right, it's not right. Dig into why from there. I will tell you that a lot of things that I would see in some of the documentaries and books that I've been reading recently and be like, you know what, that is cool and all, but that doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel right to me. So I, I'm choosing not to believe that because my intuition says that that's a little far-fetched. That's a little cray-cray, right? And I have the right to say that because I have the right to formulate my own truth. Um, also practicing discernment. And I think that all of us have this skill and I think that all of us have this gift. And I was struggling back in 2019 when I started to open up a lot more of just like sharing my opinions, not just teaching people things, but also sharing my opinions of what I believe and I remember a lot of people being like, Catherine, you have way too large of an audience. You are you you have way too much of a responsibility. You cannot share this anymore. You can't share your opinions like this. And I'm like, first of all, that's called censorship. Second of all, how I got this audience is by sharing my opinions, is by being imperfect. Even if I am being imperfect, that's how I got here. So for me to stop, that doesn't make any sense. And third of all, I think that we all have the gift of discernment and we can all remind our audiences over and over and over again to do their own research and just remember that anybody you see on social is just a human being and they have their own opinions and they have their own filters. They're seeing their own reality through their own eyes and what they share does not necessarily mean that you got to follow. <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean that if they jump, you got to jump too. You have to start looking at everybody as a human being who has flaws, right? And so every single human being has um, is, is learning to experience their own truth as they go through this human experience and how nobody is 100% right and nobody is 100% wrong. And maybe this is like naive of me to look at everybody in this way of just like seeing everyone from this objective kind of like... I'm in the middle. I see pros and cons to everyone. I see everyone as a human being. I love everyone. Like maybe this is too hippy dippy woo woo for you, but that's my truth. Okay. And again, right? 
isn't it interesting that my mind immediately went to saying hippy dippy woo woo to kind of diminish that when I think that that's so powerful, at least in my opinion, I think it's so powerful to be able to see one another from the, from, for their humanness. Anyway, I digress. Um, also, you know, to listen to victims and I hate the word victim. So I'm going to be using in quotation marks, those who have been affected, those who have been affected by anything. It can be anything, like pick anything and their stories, especially when they have nothing to gain from it. And the reason why I hate using the word victim is because I, when people use it, they tend to attach their identity to it. And every victim needs a villain. And when you are constantly seeing yourself as a victim, you are unconsciously always going to be looking for a villain to victimize you. And I don't think that anyone is a victim. I think that we have all gone through some shit. We've all been affected by certain things, but we're not victims. Okay. Also, this podcast episode is to inspire you to do research that goes beyond Google, beyond the MSM or mainstream media. Because guess what, you guys? Google and the MSM is censored. Okay. I personally use um, the search engine called DuckDuckGo. And I know it's not perfect. I've heard that it's been sold to some other company and that it might not be like what it was before, but it tends to be more uncensored and also doesn't track your search history, which I think is pretty cool. Um, Also, fun fact, all of the media and entertainment outlets that we think that we have so many, we think that we have so many choices to choose from are actually owned by six corporations, six just six. And this is a fact. You can look this up. So here is where I go and I encourage you to do your own research. And remember, don't take everything at face value, question it, talk it through, tune in, sleep on it. Feel free to say it's bullshit. If you believe in your heart that it is, feel free to let it blow your mind. Feel free to let it be a gift to your mission to raise the vibration of this planet. That's what I am letting this be for me. There's a lot of darkness that's coming to light right now. And I kept saying, and I'll keep saying, light will always prevail over darkness. And that I am certain about, and that I am seeing. You know, call it my psychic abilities, call it my gift, call it my ability to tune in. But I see us rising above this. And guys, if you can only see the shifts that are happening right now in our favor for our highest good, it is unbelievable believable. And that's why I remain so positive through this whole thing. That's why I've been able to create such positive results for myself and have such a positive mindset is because I've allowed myself to tap into the truth. And the truth is source and the truth is light and the truth is love. And the truth is that light will always prevail over darkness. It is our time to heal the planet. And I just see this as being this massive upfruit, uh, upfruit, uproot, (laughs) massive uproot and a massive awakening. And this truly is the great awakening. So this is Catherine coming in from the future to let you all know that though I stand behind everything I had said in this episode, when it comes to questioning your beliefs, embracing critical thinking, finding the truth from taking in multiple perspectives at once, and not just blindly believing everything you've been told, I actually went ahead and decided to remove some of the resources that I initially recommended in this episode. Um, My opinions about them have changed since the initial recording of this episode, and it also doesn't do you any favors to straight up just 
give you a place to seek alternative viewpoints rather than finding them on your own, which is what I encouraged the whole time in this episode anyway. If you're curious as to why I'm editing this episode right now, is because I have learned and also been informed that one of the resources that I shared veers a little too much in the direction of promoting white supremacy in a time when we should all be focusing on inclusivity, diversity, and anti-racism especially. And overall, even without the recommended resources, always, guys, always, always, always do your own research and figure out your own truth. Know that we live in a multidimensional universe where multiple truths exist, and you will always find evidence for every single perspective because that's the very nature of a holographic universe with infinite dimensions. You're right. I'm also right. He's right. She's right. They're all right. Like there really is no right or wrong. There's only subjective truth and a subjective opinion of what's right versus what's wrong. And that's how I personally see the world. And that's a perspective that allows me to question narratives that I or other people in the world hold on to as if there's only one single reality. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for understanding that opinions can always change and that truth is only truth within a moment and not forever. I love you guys so much and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.